Speak now. Evil. Speak now. Evil. <laughs> Speak now. Evil. Not the chuddle. Chuddle. This movie sounds awful. I'm sorry, guys. Surprise. Whoa. Hundred butts. Kinky. Creepy pasta. Please. Enough. You can't say Teddy Spaghetti three times or else. Don't mention his name. Pastacle. A Ouija version of the stranger. Oh, that's fantastic. Hey. hey. Out of the mist and into the fog, it's Chuddle the Pod. Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Chuddle the Pod, where two dads and a dollop of Daisy take a look at the curiously odd and macabre world of movies, mystery, and history. On today's episode, we try to find something to say on 2022's Speak No Evil. As always, I'm joined by my beautiful co-occupants of the pod. Go ahead, follow them on Instagram at Slasher, at Chuddle the Ross, at Chuddle the Sam, sup? Sup. Uh, <laughs> oh. You can follow me on Letterboxd now too. Oh, oh yeah, follow him on the the letter David Letterman's box. Ooh, ew. Com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going first? Sam. All right. Uh, nothing. Regular, regular. Not really. I had like one of the latest nights of my life in a long time last <laughs> night because I went to the FYA Fest after show to see Drain. Cause they're on the regular uh, fest, but it was like $85 for one day, and I just wasn't going to do that. Sure. Um, and when I got the tickets for this, I didn't realize it started at 11 p.m., or that was the doors, which actually didn't start till after like 12. Um, oh, yeah. And there was three bands before them. They didn't go until after two, uh, but it was still fucking awesome. awesome. I had a great time. They fucking crushed it. We got to the venue like half hour at 1030. It was supposed to start at 11 nobody's at the door it's also like a bar so we just go to the bar get something to drink we're hanging out nobody comes to check tickets at the door until like 11 30 so the the place was already half full before anybody was like taking tickets which was the whole thing was weird and wild the band, nobody had like showed up to like set up band stuff or merch yet and we we're just chilling by the pool table and all of a sudden the guys from drain come up like carrying duffel bags and rolling like suitcases full of their t-shirts and set mm-hmm. them up on the pool table right next to us oh that's awesome so company had, march yeah they had two shirts i bought one of each and they had a bunch of free of their qp cupi what's it called mm-hmm. ross qp's qp yeah they're qp sharks um they had a bunch of stickers of those that were free so oh, three awesome. of those and two shirts and uh one uh, drain is your friend shirt with a circle of the qp's in different colors around it kind of reminds me of the what is it grateful dead dancing bears Mm-hmm. Um, and then another one where it says drain and then it looks like a bunch of street shark heads, like street <laughs> okay. sharks and outlines yeah. kind of behind them, which is fun. Gave the singer and the guitarist our stickers. <laughs> um, That's awesome. And I was right up front for the show. It was a fucking blast. Um, I'm hoping one day it'll be on Hate 5-6 because Sonny was there filming. He's doing the whole fest. I couldn't believe he yeah. did the fest and the after show. Um so uh maybe one day i'll be able to watch it again and be like hey that's me i would have been right there i would have been in that area you know how that's fun to do yeah so (laughs) no actually half the uh half the shop went to that um really on friday fya the actual fest yeah 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 i would it was like 150 for both days or 85 a day Uh, mind force is also on the show tomorrow there's a bunch of there's like maybe 10 bands that i want to see total 
I don't know. I just couldn't justify making the whole thing work. But I'm glad I went last night, even though I didn't get home till four in the morning. Oh my god! That's <laughs> I was like, amazing. I haven't been up that late in forever. The last Ugh. time I was up at four in the morning, it's because I was waking up early to go do something. Sure. Not because I was up that late. Like, <laughs> yeah, doing that's insane. Else. I haven't done that. Damn, yet. it's been years for sure. Yeah. Ross, uh, nothing as cool as that. Yeah, no, everything's just been hunky dory here at the uh, Purvis Compound. Uh, that's yeah. good. Yeah, not, yeah, get yes, yeah, yeah. No uh, plagues, no play. Yeah, so it's been uh, calm. And now that I've said that, and put that it's into the, the universe, calm before the storm. The storm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's exactly. been. Yeah, it's calm. Been. It's been. Thank calm. you. Calm. <laughs> okay. Good. 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 Yeah. Do anything. Um, do, honestly, just anything. Been, listen to anything. Um, I well, besides this this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um. Actually, I could. So I started just binge watching uh, Monsters, that show from like the late 80s, early 90s with the it's. Oh, God. It's like a creature feature show. It's like a creature of the week show. It is so ridiculous and so good. It's um, I honestly I I got a bunch of bootlegged versions on YouTube. I ah. just looked up the episodes and they were there. So YouTube. Yes. So it's on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, it's on YouTube. No, no, no. He got bootlegs on I bootlegged it oh, on no, no. YouTube. As in every every single video of these looks like someone was recording a v, like a like a a, a, a monitor like, right, that had yeah. a VHS in it. Yeah. It's like in VHS before we see the tape and we just see the just screen static, of something being watched. Static lines. Yeah. There's like Burger King commercials in the middle of it, you know. Ooh, that's fun. Nostalgic. Yeah. Oh, it's weird. It's awesome. Hey Brian, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. Dope. Glad we did that. <laughs> Dope. Yep. Got, yep. <laughs> doing good as well. Yeah, not much going on. I've been playing a bunch of video games with uh, some of those nightclub boys. Oh. We've been oh my god. Yeah, you watched. I watched. Oh, it was great. Me, are you me kidding play me? by myself. Yeah, I don't even think they were. They were watching as well. They weren't playing, but yeah. It's called Phasmophobia. Have, you had a little watch party, the nightclub, and Ross all watched you play a video game. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, Ross and I think I, f- I feel like someone else, not the whole nightclub, was watching. Uh, was it Ricky? <laughs> Maybe been Ricky. I think it was Ricky. Maybe Grindhouse was there. <laughs> yeah. But at one point, then I did play with uh, Ricky Grindhouse and Trevor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shout out! Shout, shouts! Nightclub! Shout outs! Fixies Six Playground! Shout, shout out! All of it! Shout out! Shout out the pod! Shout out, Sam. So it's a game where you basically are like ghost hunters, more or less. Not ghost hunters, but in the sense of like the Ghostbusters, you're going in and trying to like figure out what kind of entity is haunting a house or space. You've got like, like, yeah, you have an EMF reader. You have black light flashlight. Oh, yeah. The black light flashlight. You have a spirit box, the talkie box where you can talk uh-huh. to and sometimes the ghost will talk back to you. There's all sorts of it's it's a spooky. There's game. like a Hello Kitty journal that you can lay out. They write in. Well, yeah, it's not really a Hello. It's <laughs> it doesn't look as jolly as Hello Kitty. It's a pretty ominous looking journal. But yes, the ghost sure. can write in it. They'll they'll flicker lights on and off open doors. I don't none of Do us have like scared? a field. Oh yeah, you get very skewed, especially if you play alone. It's very skewed. It's that's dude, why he needs people to watch him. Uh, it helps, Brian. I you hit you hit a few octaves playing by yourself. I know. It was like oh my god, that was it's so much fun. It's so much fun. But yeah, so I've been playing that. Yeah, with Grindhouse, Ricky, Trevor, all of them has been a good. If anybody time. wants to play with you, jump in the Discord. To... We always talk yeah. about it down in the total the gaming section there. Uh, and, hook up in there. 
talk about any sort of, well, you know, we play a whole bunch of stuff. I got a whole bunch of games in the queue. I mean, there's been all sorts of sales going on and shit. So I grabbed a few sales. Sales. Games. Oh, that's what we need a button for. Just <laughs> sales. <laughs> I'll get on Did that. Did that cost full price or was it on sales? sales. <laughs> Uh, so that's been fun. Yesterday sucked because I had like a migraine all day that like totally mm-hmm. disabled me. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I Is was, that something that out. happens? I was out. I mean, yes, I've been prone to headaches and, and migraines and stuff, but yesterday's was particular. It was like one of the worst I've ever was this, had in all uh, Was this before or after you watched the movie? Well, nah. it, it has been since <laughs> after the movie, but it's been a few days since I my watch. Now, yeah, so that was that wasn't fun, but it's uh it's it's better now so we're good so we're here we're recording we're having fun yay yeah dude yay well are you, I mean, i'm glad you're feeling Sail. better Sail. Sail. <laughs> <laughs> all right you little little guys we're gonna go ahead and jump over to our main segment for tonight as i said we are going to talk about the movie speak no evil so <laughs> so I, I i feel like i should say now i saw this it was like i really i i didn't know how to react to it and i was like what i really need is people to talk about this with mm-hmm. so i um russ was like yeah let's do we'll we'll do that one we need another movie and i didn't tell them yeah. anything or really warn them at all because but i felt bad not we'll get to it but point is i i brought this to the group <laughs> this is sam's fault so if you watch it at chuddle the sam on instagram slasher and letterbox <laughs> get at him <laughs> get let, at him him, let him know we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break red flag and we're back thank you so much to our kind sponsor for those lovely words of encouragement as we said before the break we're gonna jump into our main segment for tonight ross's video roundup Well, hey there, buckaroos. Welcome for another video roundup with your pal, Ross. Spoilers ahead. From the Dutch destination of damnation comes the tongue-tied terror of one hell of a slumber party. That's right, we're talking about 2022's Speak No Evil, the story of the impossibly passive family who will literally go with the flow until they die. How many red flags does it take to question and surpass the plausible? At what point does hostile hospitality become unbearable? How many mutilated children does it take to properly dance to a choreographed routine? And which one of the Chuttlemen will cast the first stone? I hope everyone brought their bunnies, because we're about to speak about some evil. (laughs) God damn, we need like an applause (laughs) button for that one. That was strong. I really, good job. Um, thank you. Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Sam. Sam, can you, before I get into my thing, let's get into, like, okay, so you saw, (laughs) so you saw this movie. Uh Yeah. And, and then what were your first thoughts of this movie? Uh, that, uh, the ending was... A lot and hard uh-huh. to watch and uh-huh. really rocked me. It, uh-huh. it, it kind of haunted me. This movie, I was like, I gotta like get into this a little bit more. And yeah. So, um, I was I had already listened to a podcast with the director before you said you were gonna mm-hmm. uh 
you were like, oh, Sam's been talking about Speak No Evil. I'll do that. And in my head, I was just like, well, that's that's like I'm I'm happy about that because I do want to talk about it with these. And I think there's a lot for us to talk about with it. But it it really it rocked me. If I'm going it, to be honest with you, <laughs> this this movie's a movie. This this film. I started. I I'm stuttering at the point <laughs> of this. Uh, I don't think I've ever been more enraged progressively of the film. The further I got into this movie, mm-hmm. and then and then I read your notes because you sent me some really awesome factoids about this this film, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I think it made me more angry. I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was just the series of the how it's listed because it the list is fantastic. By the way, um, <laughs> I <laughs> we, that, we love your list, Sam. Sam, the list is awesome. Love your list. Nothing so wrong the, with your list. So the, presented for the, in a very good it's list fantastic. format. It was list format. It was. Uh, oh my god! I hate it. It was hyphenated. It was fantastic. It's in English. Now, for the for for everyone who's playing at home. Um, Speak No Evil is about a family vacationing. They meet another family uh, mm-hmm. with a young boy who cannot talk. No. Uh, and uh, they meet during summer. And then a few months later, they get a postcard and they have an invitation to go to this Dutch family's home uh, to hang out. Yeah. And as their stay gets progressively, progressively more aggressive. um as they as they stay and um until it crescendos into this cacophony of just insanity uh uh towards the end of this end of this movie and um i think man i think that's the most aggravating about this film is if this is a lesson on pacifism um which I think it is. I think what was the director was trying to say something about the Danish people in this film. If I'm, I read something if, if I, about that. Yeah. Well, there's okay. a lot he's trying to say with it, um, but a lot of it, yeah, is about cultural norms and what you'll the things you'll put up with to like be polite and not want to seem rude. Totally. Um, and also wanting to see the best in people. So you're like assuming, like trying to take it, like, well, maybe they didn't realize they were being rude when they did that, or um, I, I do. Okay, so I think a lot. A, a lot. I think under those pretenses, I got where that message was until about like the halfway point, and then past the halfway point, like this has so many red, like this is a barbarian and a barbarian level of red flags, uh leading up and not even red flag like just blatant terrible behavior mm-hmm. that is tolerated by these words to the point of like see um, you say that and i've heard other people say that but let let me like i want to hear because it slowly builds more and more and you guys are nice guys you a lot of this stuff i feel like not all of it obviously yes. but a lot of this stuff you would have let things slide here and there you know what i mean it would have i mean i I think to a point and i think that they conversed with each like the main character of uh bjorn and louise are the parents and then um their daughter is agnes and uh what bjorn and louise 
observe during meeting with Patrick and Karen, who is the Dutch couple, um, like when you when they when you're first introduced to them, um, there is something off-putting about Patrick, but you can't really put your finger on it. Like he just seems very like jovial, but also kind of like menacing at the same time. Well, the very um, first thing he does is impose himself on them. He says, uh, Agnes's stuff is on the chair. Yes. And he's like, hey, are you, like, using that chair? And he's like, uh, like, no, I guess not, and takes her stuff off. And he's like, oh, thank you. He's like, yeah, no problem. And he brings it over to his family and just sets it there and then jumps in the pool. Yes. So, like, it's immediately, like, him... You know, well, from Jump Street, the interaction between small Patrick, little power moves, yes, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and they keep on escalating, kind of throughout the entire film, because um, it's like you know, a passive aggressive. I've watched like, it twice. I didn't think I'd do that, but once we were doing the pod, I'll probably never watch it again. But once we were doing the podcast, uh, I was I, like, I'm going to watch it again because I felt like there'd be more to get out of it on a second viewing, and I was right. Yeah, and I, but I never would have done it if we weren't talking about it. Totally. You know, I, I just, I think my huge issue with Bjorn and Luis as as characters is that for me, I think their passiveness gets into the implausible, particularly because of their child. Like, I think if there wasn't a kid involved in this film and it was just a couple kind of like, and they're not acting weird, it's like, is that a weird thing? Is that like... I think when you have the inherent danger of your child involved, particularly the sleeping, but I mean, at what point do they see? The sleep, well, that's the when scene. that's when they decide to leave, and then they get convinced to stay. They get convinced it's in their head when they come back, because they the whole point they they could leave at any time, right? And yet they don't, mm-hmm. um, and they even leave and come back, and then get convinced to stay um, yeah, because they're they and- want to see. I think that's what's infuriating about it. Is that that, like putting myself in that that situation? Is that I think we're we're the the infuriating part that comes from that is like yeah, that you're asking like what line would it take? That's the line it would take. I wouldn't have gone back at the point like if I had a kid and I woke up and their kid, my kid, was in this random couple's bed with a naked ass dude. I'd be like, all right, we're leaving this situation. Oh, I'm sorry that you forgot your bunny they'll mail <laughs> well, it you can yeah, <laughs> like it, we're please. leaving this situation I think and i think right. like, and they do that and then come back and then right. and they get manipulated and because it's like well she was calling for you where were you we know you were having sex and ignoring your daughter at that time like which is also an insane thing like i don't know if that's like a um <laughs> i don't i don't know if that's a uh uh like a customary thing or a cultural thing that i'm missing out uh, is the uh, uh, going over to someone else's house having sex while your child cries? Because that was also just an insanely awkward scene. Well, like, they're clearly like a loveless, like their their marriage has lost all passion. They're kind of like dead inside. They barely talk to each other. Yes, and being around this other couple has mm-hmm. made them more lively. They they're the times we see them laughing and having a good time are around fucking. Patrick and uh, Karen. What? Karen. Yeah. And so, uh, and this is their first night probably without their daughter sleeping in bed with them and who knows how long. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, also, I think it's like part of them being around them in this <laughs> environment. I don't like trying to feel alive again. I wouldn't, I mean, I, I couldn't, I, 
can't imagine trying to have sex listening to my kid in the other room being like, Dad, come here. Please. I'm in someone else's, yeah, with a mute child. Yeah, it's, I think, you know, I think in any horror film that there is a level of, like a base level of ignorance that we're all kind of, um, that you can accept from characters. You know what I mean? I think that's what makes, like, there's, uh, and then... It because it seems level, like to me if you made all the right sm- smart choices in a horror movie, then the horror movie doesn't happen. Doesn't exist. So like there's that? this so, exactly. Yeah. So like so there's this level of gullibility and there's this level of um, uh, idiocy or uh, pacifism that like you can kind of accept from characters. And I feel that like while albeit like the whole point of this is like you know the <laughs> um, the fact that they are so passive that they're letting everything go on. It just gets to the point where, like, because it's a horror movie, you can already guess where the movie's going because of their inaction repetitively. So, like, there's no excitement for you, me. You guessed where the movie was going? Oh, absolutely. Like, oh 100%. God, I did not. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, 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 I would probably say by the choreographed scene because like, you start getting oh, these that's influences. like right before the reveal, but yeah. Well, it's it's the there's the Karen talking to Agnes in uh, right Dutch right. and right. Those, oh yeah kind of those, those hints yeah, I mean, and stuff but like that's that. that's when they're starting to give it away. Well, to be totally honest, with you the the main one that gave it away from Jump Street is when um, Abel is with uh, Bjorn in the backyard and opens his gaping mouth, and you see a cauterized <laughs> missing tongue. So instead of like nothing there, clearly his tongue was removed. Like, and you're sitting there going like, Oh, so, okay. All right. So now we're dealing with either like an insanely hostile father or I first of thought in my head is going, this is not their kid. <laughs> like that's <laughs> because like, it's like, I don't know. I was just, there was mm-hmm. a lot of nods to like what the progression of the movie was particularly because there was no pushback from our protagonist the entire film. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, well, if they're not going to do anything, then this is going to happen. And then this is going to happen. And okay, so this happened. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It kind of, um, I don't know. It's it's weird because it just, it, it got so unbelievable. And because it wasn't funny, like, you know what I mean? Like, if you have a level of character involvement. That, I just like, don't think it, I guess the big difference between me and you guys is I don't find it that unbelievable at all. Um, and the whole ending is like, how, like, uh, why are you doing this? And it's like, because you let me, what like really struck me. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one who's such a nice guy that like, I feel like I placate people and get taken advantage of and I'm too nice by you guys. I I agree with that that way. I feel that way. But I I could see myself succumbing to a lot of this shit. Obviously, there's a lot of things that are lines or things like, why wouldn't you just be like, I'm a vegetarian. Don't you remember? I'm not going to eat this meat. Like that that's not one have been like in, rude to say that you know um no 100 i think it's what like it's the the to me the major teetering point of where like you start getting this lost sense of um uh oh man i don't even know the right where to put it it's like i think it's the bed scene so basically like the 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 the, the uh agnes sleeping in uh mm-hmm. uh patrick and karen's bed I think from that point on, all of that behavior became so hostile and abhorrent that, like, 
I was like, no, especially towards children. You know what I mean? See, like, it's more interesting to me that you say that because they immediately take her and leave and then come back from the bunny and get convinced back to stay, which the first scene that was written for the movie was that scene convincing them to stay anyway and like yeah. manipulate them into thinking all these things weren't things. But then they stay and the dance scene happens and then they still stay the night that night. Mm-hmm. And Which that is to also, me is crazier than staying well, then again, after I think that. Then. From that point on, every decision to stay in that house was just like as a as a I'm just, I'm just, maybe just from the perspective of a parent, you know what I mean? Where I'm like, but I still no, don't. There's I, no I, way that I would I would ever tolerate that kind of like maybe because it's you're watching a horror movie as well. But like, there's no way. Like, if you didn't know it was a horror movie. These are all like re- these are sketchy people, but it's not like I bet these people are ki- kill people and take kids and cut off their tongues routinely. Like, well, even if I wasn't thinking that, I would still personally how I feel in well, that situation. It would be like I just don't want to be around. This is just weird. That makes me feel yeah, weird. It's like I'm the, leaving. What the mom Sorry tried to that, say to Bjorn, he was right. she was like, I just find it unpleasant to be around them. And then the lady comes and says something nice. He's like, Oh yeah, real unpleasant, huh? And she's like fine whatever like we'll stay another day um it is yeah they just it is like why would you want to be there i (laughs) yeah i just i think the level of pacifism to a certain point in this film becomes almost comical and because it's not it doesn't lean that way that it's it's that i think that's what makes it like i don't know that my belief in the scenario started like really deflating about halfway through this movie and then that's i think that's the most unfortunate part because then it turns to me where i'm just watching like a gore porn movie like you know what i mean where it's just like i'm waiting for these people to get hurt really bad and nothing like like a hostile you know what i mean where it's like even they're even though they're moving around and they're acting and a bunch of other stuff i'm still picturing them like okay these guys are just chained up and they're i'm just waiting it's like the steamroller scene in austin powers where it's like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I mean, every horror movie you watch, you know something bad's no, gonna happen like, to the my, characters. But like, like my wife said that about this movie too. She's like, I felt like I was watching the steamroller scene, but instead of it being five minutes, it was an hour and a half long, and you just knew these people were gonna get run over the entire time. Every horror movie you watch, the main characters are gonna die. I don't understand how what you're saying is any different from any other movie where you know that the characters are gonna die. I, mean, I, I mean. It the movie does a very because I don't you don't a slasher film you don't get that you get kills a lot quicker it's a it's a staggered amount of people dying yeah your main characters are dying all of your main characters could die but it's like this it's not necessarily this like very doom filled Mothman filled build up of nothing nobody dying until you get to it's like the, a ty west like, movie where nothing yeah, right? happens and then until, it all happens, yeah, at, the it happens exactly. at the end exactly yeah. well i mean like even if you look at like uh like the german film funny games where you have the two home and in, in, like uh, home invaders and you have like the mm-hmm. mom and the and the husband and, and the son at least with those like they were under like familial and then under a hostage situation with like a firearm and like weaponry and things like that. And it's like, this is just, it bottoms that out. I think it's just because they're so nice. It becomes so infuriating. And then like the lodge, I don't know to me, like logically you would get out of that situation even more so with a child. I don't know. That's just, 
but I get where you're, but I understand where you're coming from, where it's like, it does have the base outline of most other horror movies. It's just, I guess it's just because of how unbelievably nice they are. Like, it's just that, like, there's no, I don't know. I don't know either. I think that some of the stuff is obvious, but like in all horror movies, you got to look the other way for that stuff. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of it is perfectly normal everyday, like placating that we do with people where we let people get away with things or we don't speak up for ourselves or we want to see the best in people and you're not looking out for yourself um, mm-hmm. or the ones around you. I mean, under that auspice, I mean, I, I understand. I think it's just such a um, ballooning of that concept that I mm-hmm. think it's a, or, or, or a over-exaggeration mm-hmm. of that concept. I think that's where it's lost. Cause I get the point of it. I just feel it's so much. I mean, dude, even at the end, I was like, dude, your your kids forcibly getting their tongue cut off in front of you, and you're not like, and you're barely fighting. Even the car scene where he could have hopped in the driver's seat, and then taking all your clothes off and just being willingly well, he stoned, right? You well, at I mean? that like, point, they're broken. Like they're they're not fi- like because before, at least they were getting away, and once they're caught, they don't feel like they're. You don't feel like you can escape. Their will is totally broken. Yeah. Because, no, I, I mean, right before then, he is driving away and just, like, somehow gets his car stuck on the side of it. It's very confusing how his car actually gets stuck. Yeah, it looks like he's either driven off the road by Patrick or Patrick passes him. So he tries taking, like, a quick right like turn a, into, yeah, like, a dirt road or something like it's, that. It's something that gets caught in the mud. Or, it sounded like, it seemed like he was pressing the That's gas. That's what it looks like, but then it's just, like, on the side of... A road so, okay. out of it. So here's an interesting thing from your list too, is that I found that the the original ending to me, I feel would have actually benefited the film for me personally. Where it's oh, like do the, you? I don't the, like it. <laughs> the original end of the film, well, just having an entire cult of people kind of doing almost like a Darwin thing where it's like, if you can't protect your child, we're going to take your child from you. You know what I mean? And like having an entire like community based off that. I just thought was an interesting concept versus like. Well, we want to know what the cult really their purpose was other than that they weren't the only ones doing this. A whole bunch of people were also doing this. Yeah. I think the timeline's also kind of interesting too, is that when you actually get the full reveal of the, uh, because in the beginning of the movie, uh, uh, Bjorn goes to the side cottage, but he doesn't open the door leading into that little like nook area where later on in the film, you see all of the cameras and more importantly, you see all of the photos in chronological mm-hmm. order of how many times they've done that. There's so many photos in that, in that yeah. shed, like which a lot, which made throws... me wonder, starting to wonder if it's like supernatural, like if speak no evil is literal and they are evil or is like some sort of like immortals, you know what I mean? Like witches and they just or something do like that. that. Maybe, oh, maybe I... this kid ritual keeps them young. <laughs> well, no, I was just thinking and like, it's cause what's his name? Uh, drowns. At the end. Oh, right? Abel, yeah. Abel. Yeah. Which presumably they killed the kid is what happens. I yeah. think they just do a rotation of kids. Yeah. They basically, yeah, they use the, the last right. kid's pair, the yeah, last yeah. kids you know, as like thing. You just have that old thing. Good job. You know, the switcheroo <laughs> thing. You know, we cut off the tongue and then we use them as bait. And then, uh, bada bing, bada boom, we kill right, them after. Until we get so the long, perfect dance pictures, number. They look the same age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Which I mean, like, okay, I will. Okay, right, so there's now that I've like completely doo dooed on most of this movie. Uh, I loved how it was the cinematography was fucking awesome in this movie, and I also really liked the soundtrack too. The soundtrack was super ominous, although it's weird though because like very dramatic. That's very that's dramatic. What did most of the mood building for yes. the movie? Because I mean, you look at like a lot of the scenes where very dramatic ominous music played over like them hanging out having fun playing in the park and stuff like that going on you're just like what is this building to it just it just it's that feeling it's that oh my god the steamroller's coming towards me i can see it but when is it going to hit me yes (laughs) yeah like the entire movie it was i think you know somehow when you put it that way it made it a little make more sense to me (laughs) okay it's like it's more a feeling of like the dread that something's happening and you're just like, get to it. Yeah. Oh, totally. And like, I literally, as most of the movie, you're just like, okay, these guys are just going to get it. Like, when are they just going to get it? And then having that like, like crazy music in the background. I knew something crazy was going to happen at the end. It was clearly one of those movies, but I had no idea what I was Um, in for. Now, personally, it didn't like shock me or shake me or anything. I was like, I was more, again, upset at the characters. And I was like, this is kind of like, oh, hmm, that's happening. <laughs> like, you guys are uh, stupid. It, like, it, I was, yeah. Yeah. I guess, I mean, I think it's honestly maybe a switcheroo of Silent Night, Deadly Night. Maybe I was just not in the right mindset to watch this movie. <laughs> but, like, it's that, it's it's one of those weird ones where it's like I watch it and it's the same thing where it's like, it does. It's very jarring, obviously, because I'm having yes, children I, I, watching, I, a, watching a child get his tongue cut out. Like, it will shake most like, people. Like, this isn't yeah, like you know, a, a And then the stoning is yeah. also very hard to watch, I thought. Oh, I that's, was like, these people are just dumb. I'm going to watch this and kind of be like, was, oh, that, that, uh, that's interesting. They probably, I, these look like, you know, that looks like a foam rock. You see how that, like, I was just out of it at that point. Like Amazing stoning scene. Honestly, I did like the stoning scene a lot because you don't really see people getting stoned never. to death in yeah, no, cinema I thought that it, yeah. much. But it is, I, I think it's, I you know, I think it is the ultimate defeat and it's not, in certain films, the ultimate defeat happens at the very, very end. And I feel with these characters, the defeat happened the second they walked into the house. And like that's, I think that's where that loss is. Oh, interesting. Me. I don't. I feel yeah. like the defeat happened when Bjorn got back and the family was with Patrick. Because mm-hmm. at that point they were still trying to leave, but from that point on there was like literally no fight. Yeah. Oh, one, dude, one hundred percent. It's a um. Yeah, I don't know. I think. Oh, I love the. Okay, I like the fact. That Agnes is the the two the two kids in there were I believe six and eight right okay mm-hmm. uh, Agnes's first scene was the end scene so first scene that she, she filmed filmed, they, they filmed was the yeah. most graphic Jesus one Christ. like her force like her mouth being forcibly opened and like all this it was so jarring that she cried afterwards and said she didn't want to be in the movie. I think that's another telling thing is that most of the notes from this are just about how people didn't want to be in the movie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it I mean, is. I, it's like the Dutch couple are really married and the Dutch uh, husband yeah. read the script and was like, there's no fucking way I'm doing this. He also didn't want to say the last line of the movie. Yeah. the Because you let me. Which to me, that, especially the first time I watched it, that really made a lot of the movie for me. Yeah. Um is that because you love me? Because well, I really is. like chewed on that. Like, 
Oh, totally. It's such again a, about um, what you let people get away with in mm-hmm, your own life. Um, totally. Not only for politeness, but because uh, all the things I've already mentioned. Because you want to see the good in people. Because you want to be a good person. Um, and really, you should just uh, try and be honest, even when it's hard. Is probably yes. always going to be the best. Um, the limitations and, of expectation. But then, like, like, yeah, it's so tricky because you want to be a regular person in society and not just be pissing people off all the time because you're so blunt. Like, <laughs> so right? Um, but I think it is, it's, it is a I, like it's it's a weird line to play. But I mean, realistically, something in my I head, think about a lot. I feel like I bite my tongue often. I do too, and I think totally. in that situation, I would be biting my tongue from how I really the things I would want to say to them. But I would be probably either a I would either okay make something up. Oh my god, there's an emergency. I'm so right, sorry. Exactly, that's we exactly have to leave. what I would have done. Or something along yeah. lines like yeah. even if or or building up like you know okay fine we're just you know maybe we're just not a little comfortable here something along those lines. But I'm not going to tell them exactly what I feel. But that's that's the politeness i think i have coming into play but still getting out of the situation i think a lot of people will try to be probably you know not a lot of people who knows the polite or you know nice thing to do but again when it comes into these are people that you met on a vacation once that live in a whole nother country like i feel like that <laughs> my politeness to you know whatever ratio goes down a little mm-hmm. bit of like that that line I'm they'll have to cross for me to be like I'm out of here type of thing. Oh, totally. Now it's like if I come to like one of your guys's house and all you you guys start acting like this <laughs> and I might like end up in a quarry naked and then you just stone and me type of stone thing. Stone to death. Yeah. Like <laughs> I th- yeah I think it's the idea of the, the nicety. I th- I don't know man I think there's so many much like- of strangers they are also well. I think part of it, alert. too, is Bjorn really likes them, I think, or likes the way he is he around ad- them or they are around them. It's a lot because he's been bored with life. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Well, and you also do notice that when they're talking to their friends in the beginning, the friends he like, like he well, like are also like, yeah, why, 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 why not go? Like, it's like, again, there is a cultural mm-hmm. thing that they're playing at there. If like, mm-hmm. how that even, like, even the friends don't even think of a danger of going and it's just right. Go. And it'll he, be fun. But he clear his wife clearly didn't want to go. And it's like Bjorn was using that opportunity because he knew mm-hmm. the friends would do it. And then he could get his way to go. Mm-hmm. And just another example of them, like being so distant and needing to talk that it when those friends were there so i was paying a lot more attention to a lot of different things on my second viewing today totally. and uh when those friends are in the apartment in the beginning and it uh bjorn is on it's like a big white shop bjorn's on one side of the room with the guy just chatting away at him and uh louisa is on mm-hmm. the uh, opposite side of the room and the other the female counterpart just chatting away okay. at her with the big wide, uh, no, not Karen, because it's the friends that tell them to go. Oh, oh yeah. yeah um, right. But with the big wide window in between them, anyway, you're really just seeing their distance and how they're on in their own worlds and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I thought it was insane that after seeing Abel drowned in their pool and uncovering all the photographs, that you wouldn't tell your wife that. Well, like 
running out of there's a couple times where they don't tell each other things and again like on my second viewing and maybe it's just because i do like this movie is that i'm like maybe giving it a pass on things but i'm like well that's just because they're so unconnected that like Mm -hmm. they're not even telling them these important things here but movies do that all the time and i guess sometimes i give it a pass and sometimes i don't (laughs) (laughs) no i totally get that i yeah, it's man, the the dangers of being nice is a kind of an I mean it is a really interesting theme and in like pushing and how far the villains can push that envelope without like it's like stepping over the line an inch and then kind of like accepting that inch and now that's your new barrier and then stepping over that line an inch and then by the time that this villain's kind of encroached on you you have no space at all. You know what I mean? Well, and it's like what what level of discomfort are you willing to accept in order to avoid uh an argument like a clash yeah. butting confrontation. Of confrontation yes any sort of confrontation do you here's a good question do you think if bjorn actually confronted patrick that this would have ended that he would have like they would have left or do you think it would have just escalated the murder faster confronted him in what way i mean i think they certainly if they didn't come back for dingus or whatever the little bunny's <laughs> name is the first oh, time was it nimbus uh that was like linus like, dingus i yeah. like that we'll call it dingus <laughs> dingus, dingus is it that was okay that one, that's the biggest fucking thing that's i mean that's okay, the whole reason anything in this movie happens after what's a certain the uh too. what's that's, yeah that's what's the that enraging called? moment the what's the the writing term oh uh a mcguffin yeah mcguffin 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 MacGuffin the the rabbit happens yeah i think that's that's the big one for me where it's like i think waking up in the middle of the night albeit you're boning your husband uh in someone's place and the and bjorn sees patrick (laughs) that's not that weird to me (laughs) boning you know what i mean like that's weird that's super weird weird. (laughs) and and then, and then after you're done having co- coitus, um, yeah, I think that would be like I wouldn't go back for the rabbit. You know what I mean? Like you, you literally have a dude you've only met twice. That's Bjorn for you, s- sleeping naked next to your daughter. Well, like, and she that's she didn't insane. tell Bjorn. I think at that point what had happened. So he goes back not knowing it, just like he doesn't tell her when they leave, and she goes yeah. to them not knowing it. Both times it bites them that they didn't say anything. That people I just really feel need like to speak up. One hundred percent. I just think that maybe my opinion would be different if the scenarios weren't as extreme. Like if there was something that was more subtle than like a nude man next to your daughter, or like you know, like they're the second time. You know what I mean? Like I think if it was more underlying nefarious like some of like the speaking in dutch to the daughter or like those subtle like hey don't talk to my daughter i tell my daughter what to do like those kind of things instead of these grandos well that 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 one had they had to do something that would send them off like running without saying goodbye before so that when they came back it was like oh hey uh yeah we took off so i mean if not that it would still have to be something significant enough to do it yeah um i guess yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i mean i guess another the the biggest problem like is 
not the biggest another problem i have is yeah the end of the movie where you say that you know he's defeated that's why he doesn't do anything i'm just like i can't overcome that hurdle of being so defeated of not doing anything of oh just yeah getting I mean, when, punched in the face and just letting that I, happen I, the guy doesn't when, have any when sort the of stuff was happening to my kid i would have been like animalistic you know what i mean i would right. have like that's been like saying. mutilated or killed at that point and to... i think yeah <laughs> like exactly I think, I think that's yeah, the yeah. that's a big hindrance to the movie for me is that if you took the kids out like if you took the child aspect out of the bait and had this couple obviously it would be a completely different dynamic to a movie but it's also like <sighs> That I, would I could understand more than like the. Do you ever notice the, though how he was already kind of a broken man and didn't really have much of a relationship to his daughter? Like yeah, even sure. doing the stuff, like him reading her stories at night was just like because he had to. Like you could tell he was like pondering, is like, is this what my life's become? Mm-hmm. Type of deal, um, which is touched on a bit at the beginning there, um, and I think it comes up with Patrick later when they're like yelling outside and going oh, they're and having, having their, their beers in the pool their oh, mail yeah, their yeah. fucking Throw garden out. state moment yeah <laughs> <laughs> screaming into the quarry exactly yeah i yeah I, it's just that's that's a tough part to overcome i would think this would movie god damn it what was the point i was about to make i don't remember one of them was that i feel like this movie would have worked better for me oh two things original ending that I would have felt more of his defeat if he like if they were driving and surrounded surrounded by people or seeing this like happening to a bunch of different like they're going through town and then it's it's Mm -hmm. just like you see like on lawns or some shit or something whatever who cares that would have made me accept it maybe just a tinge a little bit more the other thing was I would almost the other way if it was like a short film 20 to 30 minutes long i feel like it could have been compacted and that the impact of the message would have hit me more Mm. that way totally and like i think when i talk about like before when i'm talking like when now i'm just watching gore porn in the fact of like i just thought i was watching an execution at that point like it wasn't i think that like i think the invigorating thing about certain horror movies for me is the pushback of the protagonist you know what i mean like when you have one that's just so <sighs> I mean, the entire time. I, again, when yeah. they they leave, and when they come back, they tell them every reason why they left, and they basically make them think that they're like misinterpreting things, and it's all in their head. And again, you want to see the best in people, whatever. Mm, true. I don't think it's that implausible. Um, but. The gore porn thing to me also is like, like a so- there's got to be lots of victims and lots of blood and gore and stuff. It's it, oh, isn't yeah. that more no, of a gore I, porn? Like, no, as it's in more like, like a saw or something. Well, it, that's that's yeah, all I I'm think seeing. Gore in this, is it the wrong term? It's the wrong. Maybe it saying. is the wrong. Yeah, it's just like I'm watching like I don't know. It's like at this point I'm watching like a snuff movie in the fact of just like okay, this person's like there is no fight back. You know what I mean? Like uh, I, I, I got to be honest with you. I, I love snuff films. <laughs> I, well, no, I, I mean, I, I didn't realize it until we were talking about this. And it feels weird saying it now, but uh, the because you let me part and then they get stoned. I was like, fuck, like I'm going to get killed for being too nice to somebody. All of a sudden I'm going to be like, fuck, now that I'm here about to get killed. <laughs> like, 
Right, but I don't think it's going to be because they tell you to take off all their clothes and then you just like go and walk into the court. Right, like, sure, it's a dramatized version of that. exactly, and that's because totally. it's a movie. Sure, <laughs> yeah. but no, I don't I just, think, I think the that, point. Of I don't think this is going to be a guy in a ghost well. face costume. <laughs> well, I just I think the gesture is too big for my taste. Obviously, like there's tons of people that really enjoy this movie, and I just think like the message is just you know talk about beating a, a passive horse. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, stoning no, a passive horse. Talk about stoning a passive horse. <laughs> no, it's yeah. I just yeah. I think I, the message was I was there, and I think in, it, instead of expanding on it, they just exploded it. And I just yeah. I don't know. For me, it just again. I think it's that weird. Maybe I just watched. Maybe I just don't watched it wrong. I mean, I don't think you watched it wrong. I I, I can see it not being for everyone. Um, and it's not even like really for me. It's weird. I, I I like it a lot, but I don't really. But it did really like. I mean, it it has stuck with me quite a bit. Um, oh yeah, it was impactful for me, which I think is why I'm so interested in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like I. <laughs> Well, it is. Well, it is like a, I mean, like American History X or Requiem for a Dream is impactful. <laughs> like it, yes. I, I don't really know how to put it. Well, it's it's the idea of like at what level of nicety do you, like you said, like do you stand up for yourself or do you stand up for your family or like at what at what level of atrocity that you watch or an active participant in that you have to like say enough like back out of you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And this is the obviously the very dramatized, exaggerated version of that. Mm-hmm. And again, I think it, 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 it comes into play. Like it's, if you're alone versus with your family type, like the, the people that are involved in the situation as well. Like if I'm with my wife and let's say, I don't can't imagine having a kid or whatever. I feel like yeah, my your wife my, and your dogs, you went yeah, to my senses my, aren't, I feel, I feel like they're just going to be a little You're bit more heightened do- as opposed <laughs> if it's just myself going into a situation, then my defenses might be more lowered and more open to excuses. Uh, yeah. I think that's a big, th- that's kind of a big one. I think it hit, at least hit on the head for me where it's like, I think once you introduce the kid, I already have an active like parameter of safety for my child and like half of this was like, how could you just let this slide? I mean, like even like the yelling and sc- you know what I mean. Where I'm like, I would just be out the door immediately. I would just be like, well, this was fun, gotta go. And I know that they left twice, and it's like the idea is like them get mind freaked into <laughs> into staying because it's like, well, it's like, well, where the hell were you while you were getting boned in our guest bathroom? You know what I mean? Like, but I don't know. Hitch motor on, and I would head out on that highway. <laughs> yeah i think my biggest problem like it like again trying to suspend the disbelief of you know just going past the red flag the characters accepting the excuses then it again comes into that last mo- those last the big crescendo at the end of them getting executed essentially and just letting mm-hmm. that happen is just so I that's a big also... disconnect for me because I, I i'm also sitting there while they're while the stonings happen and i'm like I feel like I would instinctively like I don't know if I'm sitting they, there with they, my wife I would just like be swatting away like like I I couldn't get past 
just being so defeated, I guess, and just standing in a corner. The director and brother wrote, well, maybe it's a very Danish thing. Um, I don't know. But uh, the director and his brother wrote the script as well. And they had a version of it where they were, they they fought him off and got away and were the heroes. Um, it's not like I'm saying I at the end. At, at the end, the uh, Bjorn and Eloisa were at like a cafe talking and some couple struck up a conversation with them and they kind of turned away from that couple and that was that end of the movie in that version. <laughs> the, but their daughter was still gone. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah, and they're just off at a cafe. That'd be interesting. I think Ross said time out, so maybe we wait for a second. I forget what point we left on, but we can kind of wrap up with our final thoughts on here, more or less, just because... Ross has got kids going crazy. It's 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 getting to that that time. So we want to make sure we get our opinions in here at the yes. end. Um, I mean, who wants to start us off here? How how do we want to sandwich this? <laughs> I'll go because I'm the only one who likes it, <laughs> and then uh, we can go from there. So, oh, and I've also changed one of my fingers. Um, so this will oh. be the first one I've done with a a new finger to cut off. What's the, the name of your new finger? The name of my new... Well, we'll get there, Ross. Don't you go spoiling Mm. things. Mm. So, speak no evil. Engaging finger. I was very engaged um, both times. Even the second time, maybe a little bit more because I was interested in looking for all the little mini controlling things and like things that... Mm -hmm. Between the characters' uh, dynamics. So, anyway. One for that. Sticky. One for that. Like I said, it haunts me. Um... And I really enjoyed thinking about, like, just, you know, the commentary in the movie mm-hmm. um, that some people found very over- heavy-handed and took them totally out of it and they hated it, but other people enjoyed it. And that's just <laughs> a box hey, of chocolates. Exactly. Um, uh, t-shirtable. Uh, huh. Just a, <laughs> just a severed tongue on a shirt. Um, next to the bunny. I, you know, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna do Dingus. half a half a finger for a t-shirtable, because it, I, mm, it might change later, but that's what it is for now. I think I like it enough to, you know, tell people to watch it, put it on my. I want sure. I would not get a shirt for this, but. Um, I, I feel like part of that is recommendable when you're wearing a shirt for it. And the reason I say that recommendable is not a finger anymore. That used to be my next finger here that I'd cut off, but I was like, that's so dependent on who you're talking to. And that my whole score is supposed to be how I feel about a movie. It's supposed Mm -hmm. to be totally subjective, not objective at all. So we got rid of that and I was struggling with what it is or what it would be. And it still might change, but I was like, Maybe it should just be how I feel about a movie, uh, the emotions it makes me feel, the vibe, the tone. It's more loosey-goosey the, about the craftsmanship. Um, so for now, I'm calling it The Cockles, because it's about what it does for my cockles. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So um, how many... Uh, this is finger There's a full co- finger for my cockles. I'm not sure if it's a good thing, because it it's not like it warmed them. It really... Uh, made made me go searching through the deep recesses of my cockles to think about things Mm -hmm. um but it was it was impactful right so it gets a full one there and then rewatchable 
That's a tough one because I was interested in a rewatch to look at the dynamic of things more once I knew exactly what happened. Um, but other than that, I would never want to watch it again. So how do I do it? I give it a half a finger or no finger there. I don't know. What, do you, what are your what are your cockles tell you? <laughs> My cockles tell me to get it half a finger because it gets at least one rewatch. There you and go. There it is. And that gives it a four. A four for Speak No Evil from the old uh, guy who will let anybody do anything. So <laughs> hit me up, Shuttle to Sam, slash her Instagram, Letterbox. That's why um, I was telling Grindhouse you didn't need to. Want to come take my you. family from me? Yeah. 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 You can just do whatever, apparently, to Sam. <laughs> just tell him to get naked, he'll do it. I mean, I know just that's true. I mean, I mean, honestly, if you call me, used said, to be. Well, if you call, you call him up and be like, Sam, oh my I need God. Didn't we used to tell you to get naked and jump in a pool and you would? I did it a bunch. The first time I met your brother, yeah. uh, we were what? playing like a drinking dice game and he made a rule that every time a number, certain number was rolled, I had to do that. And you I did. did it every time, you know, somebody rolled a nine or whatever the fuck. Yeah, oh my so. god. I mean, I, it's not out of the realm of calling Sam up and be like, hey man, uh, get naked so you can get stoned. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah. oh, that's really not out of the realm. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Brian? Oh, that's hilarious. What do you think? Should we... Should we... Get naked and stoned? <laughs> we, get Wait, naked. we used to do it. Um, do you re- remember what I'm thinking of? Um, naked bong sesh? <laughs> this was a real real thing that happened a few what? times yeah yeah we'll get into that, that maybe that's patreon content <laughs> that's no i think that that sounds like only fans content yeah yeah i think at this point that's something well well t- that's off-air content at this point we'll all figure right, that out right. i don't know we're not gonna talk about it right now <laughs> we're, we're, we're not gonna <laughs> He is not Bjorn. He is putting his foot down. That is not that is not content that he was on there. All right, so I'm four out of five. Okay. And again, that might change later. And if it does, I think it'll probably end up going down, not up. But that's where I am right now. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. All right. Um, I guess I'll go next. Uh, you've heard our thoughts and feelings. Now, what I've said, it, it this movie's tough for me, and. With my rating system, and, you know, obviously it's not based on any sort of metrics or whatever. It's just how I'm feeling about it, and I get mm-hmm. chop off fingers for it. But <laughs> it really plays into, you know, obviously if the movie is a type of movie that I like, we'll get higher stuff. If it's not something I like, it gets lower fingers. Now, does that mean it's a good movie or not? That's the thing about this one here. I can recognize this being a, a good movie, but it's not for me. And because of that, like, I don't want to watch it again. Like, I, I try, I, I have started to look at your finger system in terms of, like, <laughs> just d- does it stick with me at all? Like, I felt the only reason I was continuing to think about it was because I knew we were going to talk about it. Sure. And so ultimately, yeah, it, not a movie for me. But uh, I think I'm probably going to give it a 1.5. That's being generous, in my opinion, and giving it a little bit extra because I can appreciate 
some things to it that people might mm-hmm. like out of it and call it a good movie. But uh, personally, I don't. I just don't care like to it. participate with this movie. Yeah, you don't longer. like it. Yeah, I don't like. It. I don't like it. See, this is me again. This is me being, you know, playing into the theme of the movie. Yeah, trying to be nice about it with around Sam because totally, I know Sam actually. does like. Yeah, yeah, that's right. the whole point here. Mm-hmm. But then if Sam was like, "All right, get naked," and starts throwing <laughs> stones at me, I might push back a little bit. There, a that's, little, that's just a little. <laughs> all right, Ross, how do you feel? Oh man, I've been I've been bouncing all over the place with what I was going to score this thing. I. I think I'm going to give this movie a two because I think that this does, there are some interesting aspects of this movie um, that's shot beautifully. I think the soundtrack is great. Like I can appreciate a lot of those. I just, um, I think it was the character development and I think of the concept, I think the concept turned into more of a um, overbearing force than an accommodation to the film in my opinion, where it's like it, 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 it almost lampoons itself in the amount of how much this family is tolerating stuff, in my opinion, you know, where it's just like, I, it, it, it almost, it almost gets to like airplane level of like, I can't like the logic to me is just kind of faulty, but, um, as villains go, uh, Patrick and Karen are fucking horrible. <laughs> like, I will give them that. Like, this is like the progression of these characters. And I think there is a really scary aspect of them just being people and not a slasher and not like these are just random people that you met on a vacation that invite you over to their home. Like that that idea and that such that um the European niceties. I get as well, where it's that kind of just like, okay, like, you know, hey, well, we should head over there. Why not? What's the worst that could happen? And then the utter worst happens. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know. I think with the, uh, um, yeah, the pleasantries got too much to me. But uh, it's kind of weird. I, on the flip side of this, I feel like you should watch it once. You know what I mean? Like, I think it merits the watch because I think that it, you will, it'll polarize certain I mean, like everyone I've talked to about it, it's been very polarizing, especially the ending of this movie where it's that's that's the uh, I was pacing back and forth at the last 20, <laughs> 15 minutes of this movie enraged at what I was watching and good, bad or otherwise, it did definitely pull a huge emotional response from right. it. Right. You felt so something. Yeah. I did. I did feel something. So I have to give it a credit of two for that. You know what I mean? Where it's like I although do I like those feelings? Do I want to have those feelings come back? Um, And were they because of the movie or because of the concept of the movie for me? You know, Mm -hmm. where it's like, I think I got more pissed off at the absurdity of, of, at least from my perception of what I was watching versus like the actual concept of the movie itself. Sure. For Some sure. people are Silent Night, Deadly Night people. Other people are uh, Speak No Evil, evil man. I mean, like, hey, that's how the cookie crumbles. <laughs> But I can understand where why you like the movie so much, though. You know what I mean? Well, like, I'm not even sure I do yet. You know what I mean? But I I like how you said you were walking around in rage. I got a response out of you. You even though you don't like that response, I think I think I like the response it got out of me. But it, again, it's not something I really want to retread either. So. Yeah, very true. 
I'm, I, I don't know. Definitely four <laughs> out of five for now. But totally. like I said, I could I also, see it dropping to like a three or something. I also realized this is uh, one of the first roundups that I did not even remotely touch on key points of this plot at all. We just went right into a discussion, which I enjoyed with both of you guys. So thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for discussing with me, even though uh, I was much more interested in what there is to discuss than you guys were. <laughs> um, um, thanks for doing it. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. who else was I going to have this conversation with? Absolutely. And why not? This is the per- <laughs> this is the perfect platform for it. You know, mm-hmm. and also at the, uh, listeners, uh, what did you guys think of this movie is is your friend group as polarized as, as we are or are you guys what what are your feelings on this because this this seems like this would be a, a perfect discord topic <laughs> hey yeah definitely jump in the discord let us know what you're thinking and your thoughts and feelings and all that kind of stuff is on this one hit us up all right we're gonna take one more quick break before we come back with would you rather shit Red flag. Thank you so much to our kind sponsor for those awesome words of encouragement. Now, as we said before the break, we jump in right into our would you rather's. Now, Ross had to leave. Uh, he had to go get uh, stoned and naked, and so mm-hmm. he's out of here. Uh, I, I said, hey, can you come over and stand outside my house naked so I can throw rocks at you? And he was like, "On the way. yes. I'm already on my way. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> So uh, Ross is on his way to do that now. So he left us with a question of sorts. Uh, what was it exactly? What did he want to know? Did he? I don't know. <laughs> he was I about... asked him if he had a question. Yeah, and he said we, he wants to know one. when, at what point. Oh, one of Patrick's eye... like things, yeah. eye contacts, the way he looked at you made you be like, nope, I'm out of here. Yeah, I don't remember any of them. But uh, for me, I just I uh, would have there none of them. I would have been like, I love this devil. He's gonna kill me. And then uh, there, there it is. I don't know. Maybe I don't know because I just don't now, remember the all the eye contacts. I mean, to me, the the obvious one is the kid thing. Where, yeah. Once you wake up and your kid's in bed with them and he's naked, and she may have been naked too. We I don't yeah. think we know, but it's like no, no. And then they. Twisted it. Yeah, whatever. No need to rehash that. <laughs> All right. But so, that is the that is the big one, you know. Sure, of course. Agreed. All right. Would you rather this is from Reddit. Jog <laughs> would you rather jog around your neighborhood wearing only a thong or go one month without showering? Rules are no showering, no baths, or any type of washing yourself. <laughs> also, you must jog in a thong in broad daylight when all your neighbors are out walking their dogs so they can stare at it. (laughs) (laughs) Also, the thong must be leopard skin, it says. I'd do the thong thing. So would I. I think that's the answer, right? (laughs) Disgusting. Like, what if, like, some... You might need to, you know? Right, exactly. So, we're going to vote. There's only 587 votes on this one. 331 went to jog around the neighborhood while 256 went to go for a month. So almost yeah. kind of evenly split. But yeah, there's going to be a bunch of people jogging around in their leopard skin thongs. The thong must be leopard skin, it says. Not leopard print. It's leopard oh, skin. <laughs> Maybe now that does change it. That's very exotic. I don't know how well that does. That kill a leopard for in. that? Oh, presumably. I mean, I mean yeah. A leopard does need to die if you're going to have its skin. 
That's true. I would think so. I mean, I guess it doesn't. Just take enough to make your little sack. <laughs> little dong sack on your thong jack. Yeah. Thong sack on my dong jack. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. So, okay. I knew, I knew that would be a quick one. All right, Sam. Did you think of one? Uh, sure. Um, <laughs> if uh, you are getting pummeled to death mm-hmm. by something that's getting thrown at you uh would you rather get pummeled by hot dogs or beer cans this is pummeled to death to death empty beer cans or full no. full? full i'm gonna go with beer cans because there's a probably a quicker chance of like it won't take so long to get killed. God, right? do you know how long it would take to be killed? <laughs> get killed by hot dogs? I mean, it, I guess it could be frozen, but still, it's going to take a while compared to full beer cans. Maybe yeah. they're open beer cans, so you don't know how much is going to be in it when you get hit. That's true, but still. Like, and I'm frozen just imagining hot dogs. Non-frozen hot dogs. <laughs> You're just getting like, slapped in the face. Like, that, you would probably die of like dehydration and starvation before the hot dogs would actually kill you, kill you. <laughs> or maybe you... They, enough gets piled on top of you maybe the suffocation it, it, you're like squished by hot dogs that might be actually uh, suffocation a... no breathing <laughs> oh, i died under dogs. a pile <laughs> of hot dogs <laughs> i don't know how the rest of it goes but it was something like that okay yeah. no that's a really good question i think that uh, is a good question. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and we, want, we want to know your answer to this. So jump into our Discord as well. We really don't have much else for you here tonight. Uh, we're going to end the episode at this point. Ross, Rossi needed his baba, so he had to run away. Yeah, but he yeah. will be back on the next one, and so will all of us as well. So thank you so much for joining us tonight. We want to say a huge shout out to everyone, our, our patrons. I don't think I mentioned them in the beginning, but I'll mention them now. Travis Maxwell Boone, the Witch Doctor of Doom. Travis Travis Litch. <laughs> Paul Litch, the Ditch Witch. And the Horror Bandwagon, the Witchy Wish Dragon. We love you all. You're amazing and beautiful. Uh, don't forget, you can always, obviously, join that Patreon as well. 369, because they also fine for any of the tiers. Got good stuff out there and a lot of good content coming that way as well. Uh, jump into our Discord. Hit us up on Instagram and Slasher. I chill the Sam. I chill the Ross. I chill the Brian with a... Why? because fuck it and at shuttle the pod on all those places as well and in case you forget any of this information you can always go over to shuttle the for all the information you could ever need <laughs> and until next time want to try one of my words yeah yeah It's like 2.10 in the morning. He's like, hey, I know it's late. So if you just want to like post up and chill, that's cool. But if you want to like come tear it up, let's fucking do it.